Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Folks, good morning. Hope you are having a phenomenal, phenomenal morning. I know I am, man. I got to tell you what. I've, I have had just a great morning. Now, I'm going to tell you, it's been a crazy end of the week. Okay, I, I just, you know, y'all are my family, so I'm going to share this with you. I had a mentor of mine, somebody that, they're not really a mentor either, I can't say that. It's just somebody I've read all his books. And it's not John Maxwell, but he is a leadership guy. And this week I've, I've been introduced to another side of of his personality, I think. <clears throat> and And this goes right along with Mike's book because Mike makes it very clear what's on the Internet is always on the Internet. So it's it's been very it's been very frustrating. I'll tell you, I'm going I'm doing a lot of prayer and soul searching right now because I'm gonna I'm gonna end up writing a series I think of of articles that have to do with transparency and authenticity, and has to do with not letting your ego get out of hand. You know, I learned a long time ago, and, and actually learned it from a from a John Maxwell book. Ego stands for edging God out. This is something that I've gone through personally. There was a time in my life when I was the greatest. It didn't matter if you thought so or not. I knew so. And I lost a business through that. I about lost my wife through that. Uh, it, it put some strains on personal relationships with family. And so I don't speak at this from a theoretical standpoint. I speak from personal experience. And I looked at this, and I've seen a lot of, I mean, some great, great people have contacted me privately that I respect, who are leaders outside of my profession, who have had contact with this individual. And, and as I was reviewing this this week and, and really struggling personally with this, as an advocate, you have to share both sides of, of an issue. So I, I know that I have to do this. But what I've found is that there are different ways to present truth. And and that's what I'm I'm going to be writing about and struggling with and praying that I do right. So so please do me a favor and make sure that you keep me in your prayers this weekend as I as I as I ponder this even deeper. But today, man, I'm excited. There's two things, just phenomenal things happening. One, we're we're on the radio together, and and we're going to be talking about Mike's book. But Mike's going to be live with Jimmy and I tonight on Aces Radio Live, talking about his book, talking about him. You know, if anybody should be egotistical, and this boy's down to earth, it's Mike. I mean, he's got 10,000 people hitting his blog every day. You know, I get excited if I get 10,000 people in a month hit my blog. So I'm learning stuff here. I'm, I'm tweaking it. Now, it's funny because, you know, I've read a lot of guru books, and and I don't follow them. And it's fun because as I go through Mike's book, I find out that I've been doing some things right, other things I scratch my head on and think, man, I never thought of that. That's pretty simple. And today, understanding the symphony. You know, now, now, for some of you that are listening, 
you know, bless your heart, you're just little rednecks, little people born in the boondocks. So if you don't know what a symphony is, it's when Grandpa was on the front porch with his cousins, and they were playing spoons, and they had the little saw, and they were playing that bluegrass stuff. Okay, now I'm being a little facetious, but a symphony is when it all comes together, when it starts to sound good, when each part makes up the the, the whole. And in reality, that's how social media really is. And that's what we've got to look at today. Mike writes this, and I thought this was good. He said, there is something amazing about watching a symphony perform. The precise action of each instrument and each musical section of the orchestra that combine to create the perfect agreement of sound is a very appropriate metaphor for the actions of business. Now, i got to tell you, I, you know, Dalton and I used to hang out and set at some bluegrass festivals, so I kind of think that's a that really is a symphony, although I'm more into country or, or hard rock, but... When I listened to what Mike said, I was I was kind of funny to me because it doesn't matter where you're coming from when when we talk about the word symphony. If you if you think about what he's saying and you think about how the the instruments all come together to form the music that you love the most, that's exactly what we have here. That's how this actually plays out. Social media is a symphony. Social media is a wonderful interaction that when you get it right, when all of the cylinders, so to speak, and I'm going to change metaphors, are working correctly, your personal brand or your corporate brand explodes through the roof. But you've got to know how to create and navigate through social media. In this chapter that we go through, we're going to go through the big sites, but I want you to know something. The success that I have had on the Internet in the last two and a half, three years hasn't been because of MySpace, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Those all played a huge part. But it's because I dug deeper than that. It's because I understood that I wanted to find some niche social sites that I could build upon. We run a blog network, and my name is not on the majority of those blogs. And what we believe in is, a, is the 1030 rule, where you have 10 blogs making $30 a day. That gives you a good even income of 300 bucks a day. That's what our goal is. We have a goal, a specific goal, with our social media symphony that which we play. If you're a business, you're an individual, I do not expect you to do that. We need to focus on your primary business but I want you to understand something in this chapter. What Mike is talking about is the foundation that you have to master before you take it to the next level. What I love about him is unlike gurus, he's not keeping everything. There is no fluff in this book whatsoever. It's all nuts and bolts. So let's get right down to it. Your instruments. What is it that's going to make it work? What is it that's going to build your symphony? What is it that's going to cause people to applaud you on the Internet for what you're standing for, for your brand identity? First thing, write this down if you're, if you're hanging with us today, and this is important to you. Write it down. Membership density. 
Now, this was this was interesting as I read it. Now, listen to this. With the huge numbers of subscribers to LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, you are certain to find your target demographic in there. Circle target demographic. Write that down. Because something that I, I just have to stress on this, most of us hang out at Facebook on a continual basis. And I hear, I hear people all the time, hey, man, i got to get to 5,000. Hey, man, i got to get to 5,000. Hey, man, I get It is not about 5,000 friends on Facebook. It's about target, targeted demographic. And it's the same way on all the other sites that, that Michael's talking about in here. Now, if you're on all the sites, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, let's just take the four big ones, then you're going to improve your search rankings. You're going to improve being able to find your targeted demographic. That's a plus. I can tell you firsthand, I put a YouTube video up every week on the news, and we'll, we'll get a couple hundred to thousands of views on that. I get the same amount on the blog. I get the same amount on Facebook. I'll get, I'll get the same amount through Twitter. They're all different people. The funny thing, and, and Michael's going to talk about this in a minute, the funny thing is I get very few comments on my YouTube video. I get a boatload of comments usually on Facebook. It's amazing to me. What's even more amazing is that people will use these videos on their own blogs and then people really comment on it. See, the, it's about the content, and it's, it, it's not about the personality. It's about the content. But I know where my targeted demographic is, and that's what I'm, that's what I'm focusing in on right now. Second is your inner compatibility. And this is, in, this is important. There's, there's this myth out there that, that, that social media is a fad, that, that social media is going to be here today, gone tomorrow. Well, I'm going to break that right this second by, by giving you a newsflash. Hewlett-Packard is stopping the use of their pad, their, their little computer pad, their little notebook. And they are focusing their strengths right now in the next, well, the next little bit of the future, whatever that is, six months, a year, two years, three years, on creating some of the most highly advanced smartphones out there. Because people are hanging on the smartphone and using social media interaction. That's a plus. So listen to what Michael writes here. Due to the, the immense popularity of these sites and the different spaces they occupy, they and third-party concerned they and third parties concerned with the social networking world have created countless ways of linking user presence on these sites to each other. Now I can tell you that my sites are all interlinked. They're interlinked with my blog. They're interlinked with each other. I put something up on YouTube. It goes out on Twitter. It goes out on some of my other social profiles. It goes to Google Buzz. Now it's all hooked into my to my Google Circles and my Google Plus. This is huge. This isn't just about Facebook. And, and as Michael already talked about in the first chapter, it's not about getting wrapped up in this. It's six hours a week should be plenty. That's about an hour a day, taking off Sundays and enjoying the Lord and your family. This is not rocket science. Listen to what else he writes in this, this little part here. He says, all of your YouTube and blog-based promotional activities might go to waste if you aren't properly utilizing Twitter and Facebook to make people aware of them. 
100% agree with him. 100%. And I'll even take it a little bit, uh, just to give you some little nuts and bolts on practical work. Most of you listening are somehow connected in direct selling or, or small business and have some kind, you follow this for years. There's a little bit of, of Facebook that you can use on a two-way street. One, you can set up Facebook on your blog where people can connect with you. You can go over on the Facebook, take part of your blog post, put it in a note, and link people back to read the whole thing over on your blog. I'm a video fanatic, so every video I do links people back to the actual video post on my blog where they can read my content, not just the commentary. You have to be interlinked. I mean, think about this. Do you compartmentalize your, your wife or your husband? Okay, I'm just going to, this is my wife at home, this is my work wife, this is my husband, this is my work husband, we got different friends. You don't do that crap. I mean, you might. That's kind of awkward. It's the 21st century, but everybody's connected. Man, I get a, I get a, I get a private message on Facebook. It's from my pastor's wife. Hey, man, can you, can you hang out with us Saturday morning and help, help greet brand new visitors? So I write, now there's 12 other people on this list. A couple of them drop off and say, hey, man, we can't be there. Me, I'm the kind of cool guy, you know. So I write back and say, yeah, I'll show up. I'll have my two daughters, but I'm only going to do it if you give me two wristbands that say epic because I live an epic adventure. Well, that starts a whole new thing where all the other people, some of them don't even know me. Now we're friends. Ooh, if Troy gets a band, I want a band. I mean, we just start having fun. We started connecting. My pastor's wife sends out an email, asks for help. Some of us don't know each other. We connect. See how this works? It's very simple when you are out there connecting back and forth. Third thing you've got to look at is the diversity. Okay, now this is this is pretty pretty big here. Okay, listen listen to the diversity. I, th- I thought this was interesting. While it could be accurate to say that. In a lot of cases, those huge numbers of people who have membership to Twitter and the numbers who belong to Facebook and the ones who join LinkedIn and the ones who hit your YouTube every day are duplicated. We know that can happen. But here's the big difference. I have people that are connected to me in LinkedIn that are not connected to me at Facebook at all. I have people in Google Circles that are not connected to me at Facebook whatsoever. I have Twitter friends that have no connection to me on Facebook. You have to be diverse. That's a that's a must. Okay? Listen to what he writes. Understanding the worlds of these sites are crucial. Just as the same person may behave differently when they're out with their friends on a Friday night to when they're they're delivering critical a critical sales pitch, these sites serve different parts of each person and that is true. At LinkedIn, it's very professional. I will, I will get rid of somebody connected to my network in LinkedIn if all they do is pitch their crap. That is a professional-based site. It's not a fun site. It's not a friendly site. It is professional. Even though I most of the time wear a T-shirt in my pictures, but still, it's professional. Facebook is more business casual. Twitter is for us twits that just kind of hang out over there and have a hundred can think in 140 characters, okay? And YouTube is for eye candy. I mean, that's Troy's pitch on this stuff. 
I'm not as, as hip on this as Mike is, but that's really the way it is. The next thing you got to look at is your omnipresence. Just like God is omnipresent, you've got to be omnipresent in social media. If you just go to Google and type in Troy Dooley, you see my personal blog, you see my business blog, you see my profiles, you see stuff I've written in comments on other people's sites. I had one guy write on my blog one day, you can't trust this guy, he's all over the place. He said, I see his name up on all these blogs. Well, hello, that's because I have something to say. Funny thing, now, now, now get this. Remember, I love advocacy work. You'll see my name pop up on critical sites, people that hate direct selling, network marketing. I'm not over there slamming how stupid they are. I'm asking some important questions because I want to understand where they come from. That will show up in the social sites. That right there alone, I believe, has allowed me to gain some prominence in social media circles to where journalists in mainstream magazines have connected to my blog post because they they know I'm not just being a, a propaganda king for network marketing. I'm really trying to show both sides of an issue and really show people the passion that you can have for this profession. This isn't about having an ego. This is about you going out there and building a brand that people can attach to, that they can get to know, and you start attracting that that targeted demographic that you're looking for. Next thing I want you to write down is ease of use. This is important that you understand. The Internet has always carried a certain sense of being complicated. I started in computers at 16, started using bulletin boards and and user groups. We we moved over 95, 96 to the net. I was with one of the first companies uh, that, that launched a portal out there. It was a network marketing company. We did some wild and crazy things, and I've seen this thing morph into what it is today. My wife still has her original AOL email address, okay? I mean, this we've been on there a long time. Here's the kicker, though. Web 2.0, social media, it's simple. As soon as I get my mom's computer back up, her and my dad, they'll be able to go to Facebook, pop a profile up there, and connect with the grandkids. She already realized how to use Skype. This stuff is simple. It's easy. Everybody can get to be in it. If you're a business owner, you should be today. Get off the radio show. Sit down and pop a Facebook page together. It's that simple. Next, I want you to write this searchability. When you're into social media, just like I said, if you if you type in my name. Now, you can type in phrases. Understand, I started using long-tail phrases before it became hip. So there's some long-tail phrases also that you'll find me attached to, and I'm not going to go into them today. This isn't about me. It's about Mike. But your social media presence will make you easy for searchability. I'm telling you, you will go to the top of the ranks in some search keywords and some long-tail phrases. You can make some, some really good strides organically, never putting out any money. Most people focus on Google. I have this this underdog mentality, so I, I do a lot of stuff to, to optimize to Bing, and, and I think that's a smart move. That's why I've already over into Google circles is because we, we realize 20 million people can't be wrong moving over there. Okay, this is the way it is. Next is scalability. Social media is very scalable. 
Start small, move up. Start small, move up. Start small, move up. That's all you got to do. Next is the longevity. Now, I kind of talked about this in the beginning. Social media is not going anywhere. Now, Mike brings up something here, and we're going to discuss this for a minute. He says, while other sites like MySpace have come in and out of fashion, it is unlikely that something with as many existing users and connections as Facebook or something with as unique a platform as Twitter will fade out. Now, he, ha- he has a very, very valid point here. Google Circles is not even out of the alpha stage yet, and 20-plus million people have already joined it. That's some, that's some powerful movement. But one thing that I've, that I've done is I've studied the trends. MySpace, I don't think, really had anything to do with going out of style because of Facebook directly. What I think happened here, and I believe this could happen again, MySpace was an independent platform where everybody could connect and hang out. It wasn't run by a major corporation, big brother, so to speak. When Fox bought it, all of a sudden these open source, independent, wild kids said, man, we don't know if we like this. Facebook capitalized on that and said, hey, we're not owned by corporate America. We're started by a little egotistical college grad dude. I don't even know if he graduated. And everybody started flying to Facebook when they opened it up to the public instead of just to college kids. Timing was very key there. But if you look at so much that has been written about Facebook lately, you see where all the corporate money has flown in. Microsoft has major stakes in this. Other big players, equity partners, have big stakes in Facebook. We saw some similar stuff happen with YouTube. I use a lot of other social video channels. So I cannot disrespect or disagree with what Mike says, but... I, I have to sit here and say, what if one of these other small independent platforms is sitting there? My, and we take Facebook and they decide to take it public, or they sell it for billions to some big conglomerate like Microsoft. Would everybody stay? That was my first thought when I read this. I believe Facebook is always going to be around. I'm I'm no different than than Mike on that. But I wonder, I just wonder, because we are literally as a world, the average, ordinary, everyday people love their independence and their freedom, and they don't like it when they think Big Brother's watching. Just something to think about. So how do you get, how how do we get this all together? How do we put it together and make it the symphony that we're looking for. How do we bring it together? That's where you've got to start interlocking everything. See, if you look at each of the four main sites and you understand what it is that they're supposed to do, LinkedIn, that's kind of like your social 
resume. You're putting up there what you're good at. If a network marketing startup company wants an independent look at their company before they start to go public, they can have the best attorneys, the best everything. They may come to me. They may look at my LinkedIn profile and say, hey, we'll, we'll pay him to, to give us an independent review. And I'm not talking about the reviews that I put up on the Internet. I'm talking about it. We go in and we rip that apart and look at it and say, okay, here's what I think a regulator may still look at. Here's an I got you in your policies and procedures for your distributors. They might do that. Now, you don't see that stuff on Facebook. On Facebook, it's 100%. I'm hanging out. I'm talking about what I believe in, my faith in Christ, my, my, my political views, the fact that my family's been fighting terrorism since 1861 when, when the northern aggression came to the south. That's a little bit of tongue-in-cheek. We talk about the social issues out there, of how young teenage boys and teenage girls in middle America are used as sex slaves, and most people don't even realize it. We talk about the network marketing arena. We talk about it. I talk about my kids. That's what Facebook is. Twitter is just a quick pop, man. We Hey, here's what we're doing on the radio show. Hey, come hang out with us. YouTube's where I get my emotional messages across with videos. It all links together. It's all blended together. It all works that way. There's some man, I feel so bad, guys. We should increase our radio show to an hour and a half just to cover everything that's in here. And each one of you need a blog. Man, you can go to WordPress.com, blogger.com, I don't care where you go, they're all free. Go start your blog. Make sure you've got your stuff out there and that you're going. Michael writes this and I and I feel the same way. Hopefully this guide to the different cultures and the worlds of the four main sites in blogging will help you begin to see how you can use them. Now, in the following chapters, we'll take a look at each individual. On Monday, we're going to be going into Facebook heavy duty. The first three chapters of this book, he laid out what the symphony is going to be like. Now we've got all the instruments laid out ahead of us, and we're going to start to practice. We're going to start going through this in detail. See, there's something that I've already learned about Mike, and I've never talked to him live. I've never had the opportunity to, to interact much with him in, in, in Facebook or anything like that. But from reading his blog posts, from seeing who his friends are, from looking at his comments, from reading this book, from, from, from just one small message that he sent, Troy, one of our mutual friends suggested I get my book into your hands. Hope you enjoy. It's been fun connecting on Empire Avenue, Mike. I started to realize this is somebody that loves people. This is somebody that wants to give back, not just keep it hidden inside. Here's a guy that has 25 million social connections, political leaders, business leaders, celebrities, and authors, has 10,000 people hit his website, is paid very well for what he does in consulting with businesses, and he's such a down-to-earth person that he sent one, one dude with a small radio show his book and said, hey, a friend said I should send this to you. We should connect. That's the kind of heart 
than Mike has. That's why we're having him on the radio show tonight. Aces Radio Live, 5 p.m. Central Time. You don't want to miss this. This is going to be good. Get your teams on there tonight. This is going to be one of the best shows we've done in a long time because of the content that's going to be there. And I promise I'll keep Jim Gilhouse in line. I won't let him cut up and mess up and, and, and you know all the kind of stuff that he likes to do all the time. We're going to stay focused. I promise. Okay? You guys, listen. Live life like it's an epic adventure. I'll see you at the top. Have a great weekend and be back here Monday morning on RealMentorsRadio.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.